Thanks for joining us for this inspirational teaching by Pastor Jeffrey Smith, Senior Pastor of City of Life Church. For more information on City of Life, visit www.col.tv. Let's join the service already in progress. Uh, Exodus chapter 19, verses 5 through 6. We're finishing up a series today called Him, A Life of Worship. Him, A Life of Worship. I spoke week one. Last week, Pastor Justin absolutely destroyed and crushed that message. He did a message called All or Nothing, and uh, it was totally amazing. Uh, and today I'm going I'm to close it down. Uh, Exodus 19, 5 and 6 says this. God says to Israel, now is Jude here still or did he go home? Is he on camera? Can he put the camera down and come up here? Or he has to run the camera? Okay, Jude. Everyone, can you give my son Jude a big hand? That's my boy right here. What's up, bro? Be the man. Let's hit it one time. Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. Exodus chapter 19, verses 5 and 6. So God is talking. Come over here. God is talking to Israel. So imagine me talking to my son. And he says, now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations, you will be my treasured possession. Isn't this beautiful what God is saying? You will be my treasured possession. And although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a, a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. So what God is telling Israel is he's saying, I don't want you to just be common. I don't want you to just be average and ordinary. I'm calling you to a high calling. I'm going to let you be my priest. This is like a very intimate thing that God is saying to Israel here. So in the very next chapter, chapter 20, Moses, who is Israel's representative, goes and talks to God and God gives Moses, can I get a man Justin up here? Two of my spiritual sons. Don't you guys love Pastor Justin as well? Give him a huge hand. So God calls Moses and, and Moses steps in between Israel and God and God speaks to Moses to Israel through the person of Moses and gives Moses the Ten Commandments. But listen what happens immediately after, see, God has just told Israel, I want you to be my, my, my favorite, my prized possession. I want you to be like a priest. We're going to come face to face. A priest stands directly before me. No one comes in between. I speak to him. Then he goes out and blesses other people through it. But what happens is God gives Moses the word. And in Exodus 20, it says, when the people saw the thunder and the lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain and smoke, they trembled in fear and they stayed at a distance. They got freaked out by what was going on between God and Moses. And rather than coming closer to God, they created distance and separation between themselves and God. And they told Moses, said, speak to us yourself and we will listen, but don't have God speak to us because if he does, we will die. And Moses said to the people, don't be afraid of God. He just has come to test you so that the fear of the Lord will keep you from sinning. And it says the people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. This was never the plan. The plan was never for you to be over there and for City of Life Church to be right here and God to be right here. 
The plan was never for you to be over there and for Joel Osteen to be right here or the Catholic Church or the Baptist Church or the Methodist Church or wherever you grow up to be the ones that are close to God and all you do is listen to this guy and this guy is the one that is face to face with God. God said, look, I love Moses. I love the church. I love those people, but step back for a second. He says, come to me, Israel, and I want you to be my son. I want to be the one that wraps my arms around you and tells you that I love you and tells you that you're my prized possession. No one will ever come in between us. I'm close to you and you're close to me. So don't ever let anyone get in between you and your relationship with God. You are a priest. You are a high priest. God has said to you, I've called you to be a priest. Come on, give my sons a hand up here. Actually, yeah, stay here for a second. Just stay here. Come here. Let me put my arm around you. This ain't got nothing to do with anything. I just want to put my arm around you for a second. Okay. So he says, oh, and I love this next part. I'll show you how I preach, by the way. This is how I do it. I go through my nose just like this. So, So they remained at a distance. Israel missed what they were supposed to be, which is a kingdom of priests. But listen what 1 Peter 2, 9 says, and I love this. So good. See, Israel, they stood at a distance. They they kept their distance from God. But but what I love is that the the promise was conditional because in, in Exodus it says, if you love me and you keep my commandments and you obey me fully, then you'll be able to stand before me as a priest. And Israel knew they couldn't, so they stepped back. But what happened is Jesus came in. And Jesus stepped in the middle on our behalf and he obeyed and did everything we were supposed to do. So now, come back, son. In 1 Peter 2, 9, listen what Peter says about you now. Even though you stepped back and you wanted distance between you and God, he said, now you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Jesus kept the promise for us. Now you are a priest. You can, you can go back to your camera now. Je- Jesus kept the promise for us. Now you are a priest. So what are you supposed to do? Act like a priest. Do the things that priests do. Well, what do priests do? Well, I read three responsibilities of a priest a couple weeks ago. Deuteronomy 10.8 says that the Lord set the priests apart to do three things. Number one, carry the Ark of the Covenant. Number two, stand before the Lord to minister. And number three, to pronounce blessings on other people. So number one, a priest fosters the atmosphere of the presence of God. A priest's job in the wilderness was to take the dry desert land, which was arid, there was no life there whatsoever, and in the middle of the desert, when Israel was traveling around, they would pitch a tent and create a meeting place for God in the dry spaces of life. And that's what you're supposed to do as a priest. How many people know there's some dry spaces at your job? There's some dry spaces in your neighborhood that need a priest to come and set up a meeting place where people can experience the oasis of the presence of God. That's what a priest does. A priest, number one, fosters the dwelling place of the Lord. Number two, ministers to God. We need to stop this mentality and worship. If, if I can just get to church, I'll get ministered to. No, that's not what a priest does. A priest ministers to God. It's your job to minister to God, a sacrifice of worship and praise, and then to bless people. We're supposed to be ministers to the Lord. Remember, worship is worth-ship. That's where the word comes from. It's about the value that you see in God. It's about the value that you give Him. And I got good news for you and bad news. Okay, the good news is that everyone here on a scale of 1 to 10 is a 10 in the area of worship. That's the good news. 
okay? I'll let you figure out the bad news by asking this question. The question is, who and what do you worship? Okay, so you're a 10. You're a 10 already. We're the best worshipers imaginable. We know how to worship something. We're worshiping either power, sex, influence, uh, success, our bodies, whatever it is that we worship. We're all perfect worshipers. The goal is to make sure that we're worshiping God on a level of 10. Some people are competitive in their competitive nature. They're, they're, they're worshipers. They're worshiping they're the, the high that they get off of winning or, or doing well in life. So you're already worshiping on a 10. But the question is who and what are you worshiping? Show the worth and the value to God that he deserves by tangibly worshiping and giving him an offering that he can receive as a sacrifice of praise oh man i want to minister to the lord how can we show him worth i wanted this series to be a little outside the box not typical stuff that you would guess about worship and i think the first two weeks were like that but i think you come to a point where you gotta start actually doing some of it can i get an amen from somebody remember when i said today's crowd participation sunday i, I think every week should be but we're about to practice some stuff right now we're about to get in some stuff. I believe some people are going to leave here free that walked in here in chains today in Jesus' name. I believe something's going to get stirred up right now. I believe some miracles are going to take place. I believe you might have just walked into something that you least expected, that God's going to flip your whole world upside down right now if you just let him on the spot. So Psalm chapter 150, verses 1 through 6, I like the way it starts out. It starts out and it says, Hallelujah! Are we down at the First Methodist Church today? I said hallelujah. 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 Halal means praise. Yah is a shortened form of Yahweh. All praise to God. That's what hallelujah means. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. You say, well, I didn't grow up. My church didn't do that. When I, you ain't in that church. You're in this church. And in this church, we say hallelujah because it means praise the Lord. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. You remember it? Hallelujah. You need to start saying hallelujah in the good times. You need to stay, start saying hallelujah when things are not looking up so much. Why? In the good times, you praise him because of what he did. And in the bad times, you praise him because of what he's going to do. You know he's going to come through for you. Hallelujah. Somebody shout it today. Hallelujah. Come on, stand on your feet and shout hallelujah. You want to be free today. You want to be a worshiping people today. Shout hallelujah. Stay on your feet for a second. The Bible says praise God in his holy house of worship. That means when we come together in this house, it should sound like a hurricane is rushing through this place. A hurricane of praise. A hurricane of worship. Somebody give him a praise today with your voice. Hallelujah. Come on. Sustain that. Give him a praise. Hallelujah. Don't stop. Come on. 10, 15 seconds of praise. Shout. Till your voice hurts. Hallelujah. Hey. 
saying, my God is good. My God is great. My God is worthy. That's what hallelujah is all about. You need to speak a hallelujah over your marriage. You need to speak a hallelujah over your bank account. You need to speak a hallelujah over your body, over your job, over everything in your life. Somebody needs to say hallelujah. Hallelujah over your city. Hallelujah over your church. Hallelujah over your neighborhood. You're saying praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise Him in His holy house of worship. That means when we come in this building, we're supposed to praise the Lord like no one has ever seen before. I don't want anybody to outpraise me. I don't want anybody to shout louder than me because I want to be the most grateful one. I want to know when I'm standing there and that service starts up and I'm in the house of God that I stand next to brothers and sisters who have been saved from the lowest point just like me by the wonderful grace of God. And we're all thanking Him and giving everything we have for the rest of our lives. Praise God in His holy house of worship. Come on, let's do another hallelujah. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at 10 people and say hallelujah. Come on, 10 people. 10, 10, not 2, not 3, not 5, 10. Come on, find 10 people and say hallelujah to somebody today. If you're watching online, text hallelujah to 10 people. Come on, just say hallelujah. Let's say, what does that mean? Say, it means praise the Lord. This next part is crazy. It says, praise him in his holy house of worship. This part is crazy. I don't care. It says, praise him under the open skies. We're going to go outside right now and praise the Lord. Now look, open those doors. Somebody open those doors. We're going to let out all the air conditioning. I don't care. You say, well, what if I forget where I sit? I don't know. Find it. We're going to go out in that parking lot right there. We're going to shout hallelujah as a church. And we're going to come back in here. Come on, go out the doors. If, unless you can't move or you're physically unable, please don't leave and go to your car. We ain't done yet. Come on, we're going to go outside. When you get out there, start praising the Lord. When you get outside, start praising the Lord. Come on, praise Him on the way out too. Start shouting hallelujah. Start giving Him praise. It says praise Him under the open skies. Praise Him under the open skies. I've never heard of this happening in a church before, but I don't care. Our God is good. Our God is worthy. Our God is holy. It says praise Him in the house. Come on, let's do it. Praise Him in the house. Praise Him when you're outside. We just did that. You see what that's like? You say, I'm not keeping my praise only in the house of worship. I'm going to do it outside too. If there's a roof over my head, I'm going to be praising Him. If it's open skies, I'm going to praise Him. Nothing's going to stop me from praising my God. It says, praise Him for His acts of power. Who believes He's powerful today? Does anybody believe He's bigger than cancer today? Does anybody believe He's bigger than any sickness any disease give him a shout then if you believe it hey 
Amen. V, I love V. She's sitting there. She had cancer a few years ago. She's cancer free right now in the name of Jesus. Why? Because he is great and his power is bigger than any sickness. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. It says, praise him with a blast on the trumpet. I know y'all are looking around up here for a trumpet. There ain't no trumpet, but let me tell you something about a trumpet. What that means, it's not talking about Miles Davis with a mute on the end of his trumpet in the jazz club. It's not talking about that. It says, with a blast. You know when you're in the military and you wake up early in the morning, what do you wake up to? You wake up to a trumpet. What it does is it's a loud, abrupt sound that wakes you up from your slumber. Some things in your life need a trumpet blast of praise. You need to wake up some areas in your life that have been dead for a long time with a trumpet blast of praise. Praise with the strumming of the soft strings. Come on, man, play those soft strings. him with the castanets and with dance. Now look, I'm a white boy from Alabama. Dancing ain't no thing for me. I mean, I'm just not that great dancer. I don't care. When the Bible says let's dance, let's move around. Let's move around today. What does it mean? It's hard to be sad when you're dancing. It's hard to be depressed when you're moving around. At the very least, just move your body a little bit. If you say, Pastor Jeff, I already went outside. It don't matter. We ain't done yet. Look at someone next to you say, it ain't over. Come on, tell somebody, say it ain't over. Just move around a little bit. I need somebody to come up here that can salsa a little bit. I can't salsa. Who can salsa just a little bit? Okay, oh, jo Justin. Come on, show him. Show him, Justin. Get a little bit Oh! I can't do that. I can't do it. There we go. Look at my man praising the Lord up there. There we go, buddy. That's right, man. That's right. Yeah. Hey, look at my man. Woo. <laughs> exactly. 
Now let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. How wonderful is that? How wonderful is that? What it's saying is that this is our life. It's what our life is supposed to look like. It says, praise him with a banjo and flute. All these different moods, different types of sounds, different cultural sounds. Do you know I was once in a country on a mission trip? They didn't have any real singers that were good worship leaders in their church. No musicians that were that good. The only thing they had in that church was a turtle shell turned upside down. I tell you, that little man that sat back there beating that turtle shell, he had the biggest smile on his face. Why? Because he was praising his God on an instrument. It don't matter. It don't matter what the instruments sound like. It don't matter what. The, it don't matter if you can dance or not. Just do it for the Lord. Did you know? Come on. Ooh, you guys are getting fired up now. You ain't letting me preach. I like that. That's good. Yeah, sometimes you just got to let the Lord take over. You never know what might happen. Come on, let's just praise him for a second. Come on, just thank the Lord for a second. Here we go. Hey. Oh, take a little praise break, y'all. Take a little praise. You can could, you could turn in a little circle if you want to. Do whatever you want to do. We got a good God today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, now listen. When it comes to dancing, when it comes to dancing, David, when they brought the Ark of the Covenant back to Israel, the Ark represented the presence of God. The Bible says that when it came back, it had been gone for so long. David loved God so much that when they brought it back, the Bible says he took off his clothes, his outer garment. Please don't start getting naked here today. In Jesus' name. This would be the weirdest service in history. You'd be like, we went outside, we saw it, people got naked, it was crazy. No, that's not of God right there. David, David, no one would ever miss church again from now on till eternity, but it would be wrong. David, when the presence of God came back, took his, he's a king now. He took his outer garments off, which was considered very undignified. The Bible said that he began to dance with all of his might, like a wild man. And he was married to this woman, Michael, who looked at him. And the Bible says that she despised him in her heart because he was supposed to act like a king. And he was dancing so hard and so crazy that he made himself look low because he was worshiping God. And the Bible says that he looked at her and he said, oh, you you don't like this? You don't like what I'm doing? Well, let me tell you something right now. You haven't seen anything yet. I'm about to get even more undignified than I am right now. And see, that's what happens when you love your God so much. You don't care what it sounds like. You don't care what it looks like. You're so grateful for what God, you don't care if the song is one of your favorites or not. If we come in here and sing a set list that you hate, it doesn't matter. It's not about the set list. It's about your God. And it's about choosing to be a priest and choosing to give honor and worship to your God. It says, praise him with the symbols. Now let's stop the music for a second. I want you to just praise with just the symbols, just the symbols. I want you to listen to this sound. And now, now praise with a kick. kick. Listen for a second. Can I tell you why that's beautiful? 
You may not hear the rhythm in that, but let me tell you one of the reasons that's beautiful. I'm a music producer. I spent years of my life learning audio engineering. Let me tell you what you just heard. With cymbals and a bass, you have just heard the entire range of equalization. Cymbals represent the high level of EQ, what a lot of people would call the treble aspect. The bass represents the subsonic frequencies, and the mid cymbals represent everything in between. So when it says praise Him on the high cymbals and on the bass, it means from the highs of your life to the lows of your life and everything in between. Let the whole EQ range of your life be tuned up. Hey, you say, honey, I told you I should buy that sound system. You're right. Go ahead and buy it and turn it up. Crank up the bass in your life. Crank up the trouble in your life. It's time to praise the Lord. You guys are crazy, man. You guys are nuts. I don't even know what I'm doing. This ain't, I look like I'm churning butter or something like that. It's crazy. Come on, Jude, get up here and show him your thing. Get, get up here, Jude. This my, I love the way Jude does this. Come on, hit it one time. Oh, come on, Jude. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, I look like an idiot. That's dope, dude. Listen. Praise him with the fiddles and the mandolin. Let every living, breathing creature praise God. And it ends with a hallelujah. Let's have another hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. It ends with a hallelujah. You know, I met a lady in Chicago. I got an Uber. And I was... On my, I was doing some movie business where I was going to preach uh, in church that Sunday. And she said, what are you doing in town? I said, I'm here to preach at a church. And, and she said, what are you going to preach on? I said, I'm going to preach on worship. And she said, oh, baby, worship is my life. She was an African-American lady. She was so sweet, pretty. She said, oh, baby, worship is my life. I said, what do you mean? She said, look right here. And she pulled back a, a little spot on her shirt and showed me bullet holes. She said, oh, my, my ex-boyfriend, he tried to kill me. She said that when he shot me, I was laying down there in a pool of blood. And I started laughing at the devil. I said, you think you're going to kill me, don't you? You can't kill me because worship is my life. I live to worship. I'm telling you, when you make a choice that you're going to live to worship, worship becomes the very heart that is beating in your chest the very oxygen that goes into your lungs worship becomes the food that you eat and the drink that you drink it satisfies the deepest part of your soul worship is my life it's my life it's not something i do it's my life this is my life this is our life this is who you are when you go outside to your car praise him the way you did when we all walked out there when you're walking up the driveway to your house and you get out of your car, praise Him out there. Praise Him in your house, outside of your house. Why? Because God is the most glorified in me when I'm the most satisfied in Him. And I'm the most satisfied in Him when I'm engaged in worship. And I'm the most satisfied in Him when I am engaged in worship. I got a lot more, but I wasn't planning on a field trip in the middle of my message. I'll be honest with you, but I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we did it. I've never done that. The history of my preaching since I've been, I've been in the ministry for 33 years. I've never done that before. Never done that. I'm excited. I'm glad you're part of that. That's special right there. I'll never forget that. Is there anybody here you'll never forget that? I'll never forget that, what God did out there. I believe God set some people free. If you're one of them, raise your hand. If you're one of them, you got set free out there. I believe something happened. 
And you know what? I just speak this prophetically in Jesus' name. You chose to worship under an open heaven. So therefore, I'm going to rain down an open heaven on your life. You continue to worship me like that. I'm going to rain down open heaven in every area of your life. If you receive it, wave your hand at me today. If you receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we close down today, got, got a lot more. It's too hot, bro. That's why we got air conditioning. Now, do it, do it on your way in. Then you will be doing it every Sunday. I like that idea. Let's worship him by bowing down, by clapping by dancing, by kneeling, by lifting hands, by playing instruments, by shouting, by silence. Let's try that real quick. No music for a second, just no coughing or nothing, just silence. Just, si just silence for just a second. Babies don't count. Silence. Okay, music you can play again. Look, see how beautiful that, that is. There's times in your life when you need to get by yourself just in the silence of the Lord and let the Lord speak to your spirit. Worship Him by standing, the Bible says. It says, but the Lord, it says, stand up and, stand up and bless the Lord forever and ever. Stand up. There's time we need to stand up. You don't like to stand up? Well, work on it a little bit. If you can't stand up, then pretend you're stand up. Stand up on the inside. Put your hands up there. Whatever you can do. If you ain't got hands, put your heart up to heaven. Do anything you can. Lift your voice up to heaven. Whatever is the highest limit that you can go to, always go there with the Lord. If it's in your heart, then make sure that you do it in your heart. Don't let anything keep you from elevating your spirit to heaven. And we praise Him with an offering. We do that every Sunday. And why? Because He's good. Because He commands it. Because He's worthy. Because He's faithful for His greatness, for His salvation, for His holiness, for creation, for His power, for His miracles, for His love. I'm going to ask you today, live as priests unto God. You can't, you're not allowed to give Him something. You have to give Him everything. And remember, your life is a hymn unto God. Your whole life is a hymn, a song that is written for the devotion to Jesus and Jesus alone. I'm going to tell you something. At the end of my life, when I stand in heaven, God is going to press play. He's going to hear the hymn of my life. All of creation will hear my hymn. They're going to hear it. And you know what I want the Lord to say about mine when he's done? I want him to look at all creation and go, that was one of my favorites right there. I love that hymn right there. Let your life be that same way. If it's a hymn to God, if it's a hymn to God, let it be one of his favorites. We hope you enjoyed this teaching by Pastor Jeffrey Smith. You can be a part of what God is doing here at City of Life by clicking Give at www.col.tv or by texting a dollar amount to the number 855-997-6900. Thanks for joining us.